Welcome to the Metaphor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Borg. And this is Episode 2, Why Metaphor Matters. If you weren't a native speaker of English and you heard this phrase, what would you think? I have a lot on my plate today, but I'll send up a flare if I see a window. One of my dearest friends, Garland, sent me this note when we were trying to connect during his birthday week. I laughed. He laughed. But it made me think about how language is a vehicle for metaphor and how metaphor is what really is driving the bus. See, I can barely communicate a thought without metaphorical language. And as I will show you later in this episode, we also work with visual metaphor every day in our art and in our lives. It's more than just the colloquial phrases that we know and use probably too often, like writing the river of life or throwing somebody under the bus. It's more than just I'm a hot mess or she's skating on thin ice. Metaphor infuses our lives and our art with meaning. As I start this podcast, The Metaphor Mindset, I'd like to offer a few ways that metaphor matters in our lives that we don't often even realize or think about, even as artists. When he painted the Red Studio in 1911, Henri Matisse first painted the inside of his blue-gray studio, the walls covered with miniature versions of some of his own paintings. As an afterthought, he went back in and painted every other surface, the walls, the floor, the clock, and tablecloth, a deep red, and the only thing that showed where the walls stopped and other objects say the clock started were little white outlines, almost like stitching. It's like we're watching Matisse think. With this last step, he transformed this work from just a picture of his studio into a painting that changes the way we see and think about space and art. Metaphor is the foundation of what we do. And I believe that the more that we can be aware of this, the more that we can tap our creative potential. So here we go. Number one, we think in metaphor. Metaphor is the building block and the mortar that holds our mind together. Even the idea of our mind as a space is a metaphor. In reality, our mind is a lot of things. It's a collection of neurons ignited by chemicals, it's the gray matter of our brain connected to the rest of our body and the world through our senses. It's a collection of memories and thoughts recorded in patterns. But none of these things is an actual space. We think of our mind as a room or a house, an open area we can actually walk around in in our imagination. And when I say actually, I mean figuratively mind space. This mind space is a metaphor. Philosophers Julian Jaynes and Brian McVeigh both write that the idea of mind as space inside us is just a metaphor for the outside world. We see the world around us as a space, we walk through it, we move through it, and we create the space inside us to mirror it so we can freely move around inside our minds without bashing into a tangle of neurons or bunches of gray matter. McVeigh calls this the introcosm. 
as opposed to the microcosm of our bodies and the macrocosm of the world out there. Inside this introcosm, we have what McVeigh calls introception, or the ability to walk around and perceive in our minds, as opposed to perception, how we understand or perceive the outside world, we intercept our inner world. We take all of this for granted. We think that it's just a fact or a circumstance that we have an inner space, a mind space that we can walk around in, but it's just a metaphor. It's a made up place our minds have created because our bodies are used to the open spaces of the outside world. Number two, metaphor carries meaning across our confusion, beyond our unknowing. Matisse loved the opulence of Islamic art and the play between positive and negative space. He came from a long line of weavers and cloth merchants. And so pattern and textile were a language that he knew, the interweaving of color, shape, and space. To me, the red studio is a cross between the patterning of a mosaic with the red velvet and stitched together feel of a wall hanging and a representation of the deep interior of his mind from which his paintings spring to life. In its simplicity, this painting connects many ideas, shows the similarity in the dissimilar. This is a metaphor for the creative process. The metaphor mindset. The word metaphor comes from the Greek Meta means beyond, behind, among, after, or across. Ferein, P-H-E-R-E-I-N, means to carry, to bear, as in giving birth. So metaphor carries meaning across from one concept to another, gives new ideas birth. Number three, metaphor simplifies complexity. This is how metaphor works. Our minds create little ideas, little stories, little phrases that help us understand the world better. The Buddha, Jesus, and every other religious and philosophical leader spoke in metaphor in order to get their ideas across. Sometimes complex ideas become much more digestible when they're simple. In Buddhism, meditation teachers start with this concept of a river we can choose to sit on the bank of the river and watch our thoughts pass by. In Christianity, the metaphor of the light of heaven and the dark fires of hell create a stark choice when followers were presented with a choice between good actions and bad. This allowed the church to exert incredible power over people's everyday lives. This metaphor of light and dark. Number four, metaphor comes before language, colors, shapes, ideas. In the Red Studio, he shows us the similarities and the dissimilar. The floor, the walls, the tablecloth. To him are all surfaces, the background against which he lives his artistic life, where his paintings jump forward out of that blood red flow of creativity. He flattens the room out into one continuous lush velvet surface sparkling with the little gems he has fashioned. He painted this piece after he had encountered the intricate, colorful patterns and flattened space of Islamic art on a trip to Spain. The swirls and arabesques in these designs represent in part the flow and fragility of life, 
contrasting with the solidity of invisible divine structure that holds our world together. Matisse loved the opulence of this art form and the play between positive and negative space. Number five, metaphor gives birth to new meaning, new innovations and new ways of thinking. When Sigmund Freud was thinking about his concept of the unconscious and how the ego was the outward will element of our minds, and then the id was the dark under belly, <laughs> mysterious element of our minds, he saw a train passing. And every so often, as that train passed on a hill, it would let off a little steam. When he saw that, he came up with this new idea of the superego. So we have the ego, the outer, the id, the inner, but what regulates them? He saw the superego as kind of a steam valve that helps let a little bit of the id out from time to time while controlling it for social purposes. So. This metaphor, the steam engine, compared to the mind for Freud, was very helpful, and it was a new innovation and a new way of thinking. Number six, metaphor connects us through story. Odin was the blind prophet of Midgard in the Norse tales. He had given up his sight in order to gain inner wisdom. And because he couldn't see, every day he sent out his two crows Hugin, which represented thought, and Munin, which represented memory, he sent the crows out into the world. And the crows would fly over and see what was happening in Midgard. Then they would return to Odin at the end of the day and tell him, internal ideas seek external stories to carry them beyond. Our internal thoughts and memories fly out in search of evidence to show us what the world means to us. Seven, metaphor allows us to create and destroy our own mental prisons. As humans, we think in metaphors. It's how we actually create meaning in our lives and tap into our emotions. As artists, you have a special connection to metaphor as a tool for magic and to wield it well changes lives. If Matisse had left that wall and floor the blue-gray of his real studio, if he had not gone further to cross over into a new idea to incorporate this experience with Islamic art, the red studio wouldn't exist, and modern art would be the lesser for it. Art thinks in metaphors, that is, images and language that can stand in for something else, like actors on a stage in a different costume playing a different role. This one we all know. All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances and one man in his time plays many parts. This is one of our favorites from Mr. Shakespeare and it's really just as alive as an idea now as it was when it was first published in 1623, almost exactly 400 years ago. The carrying over of meaning from the world to the stage and connecting the two Bringing them together in a new concept of the world as stage gives birth to a host of other ideas 
that we are controlled by unseen forces, that there may be someone behind the stage pulling the strings, writing the script, that we put on artifice and costume and assume inauthentic roles in our everyday lives. This extended metaphor opens a whole new space in our brains where we think about life in new ways. Number eight, creativity is metaphor and metaphor is creativity. We need metaphor like we need water or air. We need to be imbued. We need meaning. Making art gives our lives meaning. Matisse said that when he worked, he felt assisted from what he called a conjurer whose tricks he cannot see through. His muse helped him create magic, and like many, he created the magic of color and line rather than the language of words. He saw the artist's role as a sort of Pierrot or jester figure, creating a performance that brings joy to others with a backstage process full of hard work, deep thinking, and focus in order to make art look simple and spontaneous. Like color or line or shape, the word is a symbol or contraption that makes an idea come to life. The poet William Carlos Williams said, a poem is a small machine made of words. Like a poem, a painting is a contraption that helps us power our vehicle of insight to cross over as a metaphor does to see in a new way, color, light, form, concepts. When we look at it or read it, sing it or hear it, the ways we communicate to others and ourselves are full of metaphor and meaning, always crisscrossing and transforming. I'll end with a favorite quote from Aristotle. The greatest thing by far is to be a master of metaphor. It is the one thing that cannot be learned from others. And it is also a sign of genius, since a good metaphor implies an intuitive perception of the similarity in dissimilars. I disagree with Aristotle on one point, in that I believe we do learn metaphor from others, both how to understand and how to use them. From the art we see and make, the stories we hear and tell, and I look forward to seeing the metaphors you make, the birth of new ideas, the carrying cross and carrying over, the transformations of meaning. Thank you for listening. If you're an artist who wants to sell and market your work more effectively, join us in the Metaphor Mindset Studio, an online program for artists who want to love their business as much as they love their art. Metaphor Mindset Studio, think like an artist, work like a boss.